Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I have a question for you. Yes, what's your question? What kind of prime episode is this? I was just really hoping you were about to... Uh, um... Say anything but those words, because I noticed that wasn't included in the notes. Yes, well, here's the thing. It's definitely not prime, uh, because this is actually episode 256. Which is um, divisible by numbers. Uh, yes. This For is, you math heads out this there. Is this, even, is... this is an even number episode, and I do have to say, 257 is going to be a great... Shh, shh, shh. Yes? Bury the lead. Okay. Let's wait till next week. Next week's going to be grand. This week, divisible by two, I bet. Uh, well, yes, and actually, not only that, but... I uh, bet. My mathematical skills are not very good, but I'm thinking something that ends in six can be divided by two. It, it is, and actually, not only that, this is actually a little more interesting than some people think, because the number 256 might ring a bell to people who have been around computers for a while, and knowing that this is actually... Uh, Error code, a, 256. A binary. It's binary, so oh. it's it's two times, two times, two times, two. I'm just a bunch of twos. It's two to the, whatever, eighth or something like that. So in binary, it's just, like... A zero? Two to the Infinitely? Six, two to the six? Two to the six, whatever. It's like an infinite zero? Because one one would be one and zero would be two, right? If you're doing yeah. binary? Uh, well, I mean, bi- binary is zero and one, so it's base two. So in other words, uh, 256 is binary because it's it's two, it's 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 a uh, factor. It's two times two times two. Okay. Uh, two times two is four times two is eight. Thank you. Two is 16, so it's 232, 64. I'll let you go. Uh, the, <laughs> Yeah, so it must be like to the eighth. Or something Sorry like for that. my anyway. ignorance. I actually uh, the only binary I know is uh, alphabetic. Uh, I do have a binary tattoo on my body of the name of this show. I have uh, not lost home podcast, but lost at home. Yeah, uh, written binary. And I actually loved it uh, in the summer when I'm walking around like cities. Uh, not my, not our hometown so much because no one gives a fuck. But I've uh, I've been in cities where people have been like, "Hey, nice tattoo. What's that say?" Yeah. And they know it's binary, so I know it says something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, could, I always think can, that's cool. Where someone you can like represent they know a lot of things in binary, and and, and number two fifty six. A lot of people probably realize, you know, when people think about like uh, you know bytes and kilobytes, they probably recognize two fifty six, like sixty four, like eight. All these things that are uh, there are, are are binary. So they're they're uh, divisible exactly by two to the blank. You know, in this case, two to the eighth, and that would be two fifty six. So it's actually a very uh, remarkable number in its importance, but also unremarkable in terms of its prime uh, primeness. But in a way, it's also pretty cool because it's binary. Uh, also, it, it mirrors, uh, not mirrors, it comes right before next week's awesome prime, sexy, sexy prime. Welcome to the show, listeners. Yes. This We're is not, about not math. a math podcast. It, it is not. Uh, you we definitely... love to trick people that way, though. We got a bunch of geeks who probably tune out about three minutes in once we, uh, once we commence the uh, the prime number because they're like, what the fuck is this show? News? All I care about are my numbers. Yeah, we it... got my primies. Where my primies at? Primies were all over that being like, yeah. oh, this is this bi-. like He knows that this is a, uh, a you know uh, two to the eighth or something like that, right? Yeah, something like that. But this podcast is not about numbers. This podcast is about comedy and news. We like to take some of the weirdest, strangest stories from the deep, dark caverns of the internet. We like to bring them back up to the surface and share them with you because we know you can't find these stories most likely anywhere else. Yeah, unless Unless another show rips us off. Unless you go to the exact sources we do. But we we scour the internet. We do a lot of uh, research. So I would be surprised if you're bumping into all these stories the same way. We probably at least have, even if you're out there looking for weird news, we probably have something you haven't heard. So yeah. so stay tuned. And, and even if you have heard it, you haven't heard how we twist it into new content, which is generally what we do with the exception of a couple of segments. We like to turn it into brand new, weird, new, fun stuff. Sometimes it's a recipe book. Sometimes it's a movie. A lot of times it's like movies and TV shows. Sometimes it's a uh, STD pamphlet. 
Have we ever done that? No, we haven't done that oh, one yet. We're putting that on the docket. You know, we, we cover STDs enough on this show. Let's put it on the big board on the wall. Things we've done, things we haven't done. All right. No, and... that's the that's the board where we've done it. Oh, okay. What's up with that one? That's the, the that's the board where we'll never do it. Okay. Uh, I don't, behind I don't... you, behind you, behind you. Oh, I can't write behind me. You're going to have to take care of that. Well, okay. I'll take care of that. I uh, I brought darts and post-its. That's, that's how we write here. On you the better know how to duck and weave, Jer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you better know how to throw. So when I'm ducking, I'm actually ducking away from something. You'll that's end up fine. like the guy in the office space poster, the one covered in post-it notes. Yes. Those were all thrown with darts. <laughs> they uh, they they so use attach- photo- they use Photoshop to uh, first of all take out the darts, second of all take out the blood. He was in a lot of pain. Instead of using Photoshop to put Post-it notes on him, <laughs> they, they they put Post-it notes on darts. And instead of just putting Post-it notes on him, they attached Post-it notes to darts and then had people throw them at him until he was completely covered, like just like to on have, the Office Space to have movie something poster that is sticky. Yeah. stick to him better. Yeah. Yep, because a lot of and times then they, they lose and their then they, spent, they, they spent more money on CGing out all of the darts and blood than the actual marketing budget yeah. of the movie. Than the movie itself, which, actually. Which speaks volumes because the movie bombed in theaters and then became a cult classic yes, on VHS, absolutely. DVD, and VOD. It is to this day. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's like a lot of uh, the the a lot of Judge mis- earlier stuff like that. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, his TV show stuff is generally always done well, but he'll make a movie and people will like, this stinks. And then 10 years later, it'll become like so relevant. He's just a uh, he's a yeah, He did King of the Hill. He did uh, Extract, which I don't think anyone saw, but no. a great Jason Bateman yeah. comedy and with, maybe, um, and, and, with Mila Cute. Cunis yep. at her uh, peak hotness, and and the uh, and and there's uh, idiocracy, which once again that that one became a cult classic. Still the best how, movie because of how ever did, like relevant. Yes, yeah, it's how relevant it became uh, was it's, actually frightening. Yeah, really frightening. you mean how they were like this is 300 years in the future, and now we're like yeah that's uh, no, yeah, that was yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, you were you were <laughs> off, buddy. <laughs> you were off by a couple hundred years. I mean, I mean, I would I would I would love to be in in that future. Actually, the idiocracy future seems less stupid than the one we actually. Live I want to go to Washington D.C. and throw a, like a big wheels over, you know, those little like little things. Oh yeah, you, I know. You yeah. rode around on. I want to throw one over the White House fence onto the lawn and be like, "There's your starter monster truck." Because you know, eventually <laughs> yeah. they they move up to monster truck, they but do. you gotta plant yeah. the seed. Trump needs that little big wheel in his yard. No, yeah, oxymoron there, little big wheel, but. I feel like I feel like throwing anything over the uh, is going to get you shot. It's going to get you shot. It's going to get you shot. So to our listeners, do not do that because we love our listeners. And wink. We, well, no, no. If they do that, we lose a listener. Wink, wink. We don't want to lose a listener. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so enjoy yeah, our that. show. Yes. Dive deep. Hang out with us. If this is your first time listening, we're about to jump into rapid fire. Rapid, rap, 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 rapid fire, fire, rapid fire. Jerry, we've talked about not doing this anymore. Not doing the whole segment or just that? Just, just, I, just, just that. I was, try, I was trying I, to beat I'm, you to I'm it. I'm the aggressor. I usually do it. Um, yeah, uh, the last couple of weeks I've beat you to it, and now suddenly you don't want to do it. Oh, it, if I it, can't do it, it shouldn't be done. I don't know, this doesn't feel cool anymore. Rapid fire. Rap, 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 Oh no, we should not do that anymore. No, that's a terrible. That was idea. Uh, that was some appropriation. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh, the other thing we do on this uh, show is we, uh, we everything is appropriated. Ba- oh yeah, we badly rap too from time yeah. to time. So yeah. first story, rapid fire. Dogfish Head Brewery makes a beer that can develop film. Uh, ironically enough, called Super Eight. Yes, and it can specifically develop the Kodak Super Eight Trimax film. 
Uh, unironically, Super 8. Uh, appropriately. Appropriately. Super- yes, there you go. Ironically, it would be, I ruined film beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Now, the, the way this uh, this turned out is that uh, there was um, the master brewer of, uh, and probably like owner or whatever, of Dogfish Head uh, Brewery was on um, a, a podcast with the guy from Kodak. I don't know what podcast it is that brings brewers and and photo uh, magnates together to, 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 to talk. Welcome to this week of defunct film and beer, beer. no one drinks. Yeah. <laughs> It's a popular well, no beer. One, no it's one buys a- your film. Yeah, we uh, stopped making a, a Super 8 film years ago. No one buys your beer. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, tastes kind of like fucking film cleaning fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you got your film cleaning fluid tasting beer on my Super 8 film. You got your Super 8 film in my... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. get the you get where yeah. I'm going. It's the uh, it's the classic mix up. It's the uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. You remember that show? It's one of my favorite, oh, yeah. favorite wow. almost never seen shows. It's like we had a mix up with the tampon factory and the uh, chocolate chip cookie factory. Now our chocolate chip cookies are sixty percent more absorbent. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> it's people eating like these. That is a oh, show I love, but will never share with anyone because I don't think anyone would like it. I think so. I don't I've, think anyone I have, would I like it. I showed it to the right people, and the right people love it. But so, what was the name? The right Again, oh I always God. forget it. Uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. Thank you. I know at least one or two of our listeners haven't seen it and it's, would love to. It's an old to. Adult Swim at show uh, by Vernon Chapman, um, who who has done a bunch of other stuff as well, uh, including it's Super Jail. But like, like, uh, but it's, it's like, like it's pre-missed CG. I was gonna say this is like P- PlayStation One cutscene, like the best they could do cutscene, choppy 3D, like you know, and and it still had like those like you know like that that. When people, people like would standing float instead of walking, yeah, or, stuff. or and when people are like standing there, like in the middle of a conversation, they still do video games, but they don't like want to have like a static thing. So somebody will just like be moving a little bit yeah, oddly. That, the last oh, time that so looked good. good until current generation video games was when it was eight bit or sixteen bit yeah. where the little sprites moved. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, oh, cool. They did all that work on the sprites to make them like kind of yeah. like for some reason move up and down when the, they're not doing stuff. Well, the PS1 like stuff was just stylized hilariously. Uh, so I would say to, to anybody, it's it's actually relatively, I mean, you gotta generally like find seasons kicking around on, on Ex- the interwebs. Xavier Adult Swim would be a yeah. good search. Yeah, exactly. Just spell just like Professor X, X-A-V-I-E-R or the school or whatever. Um, it's worth checking out. It has some of the mo- the fastest wordplay on the planet to the point, and there's only two seasons because it, it did atrociously because it was too weird and smart yeah. for people. It's... Honestly, oh. one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Quick note to the listener. We yes. did say we'd make new content. Not during Rapid Fire. Moving on. Rapid Fire, number two. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, wait. We never got to the uh, end of this. Uh, they, they were on the uh, podcast. The guy was like, oh, uh, it turns out that the pH uh, necessary to um, develop film is also similar to that. If it was low enough in beer, could actually develop film. The guy from Dogfish Head uh, went off and said, oh, that's a neat idea. Decided to go ahead and make it. It's going to be released in April. It's called Super 8. Uh, keep an eye out for it from Dogfish Head Brewery. Story number two. 12 year old boy becomes youngest to ever develop nuclear fish, uh, fusion. Sorry, yes. fusion. Yes. And uh, I, should, this, I should know this is potentially he has. He, he recreated he has, an experiment. And there's no reason to believe he hasn't, but yep. it does have to be um, uh, essentially uh, the stamp of approval has to be put on by people who have to come to his He set this up in his house. Obviously, and he's also a very spoiled the kid, only, I should know. The only important part of this story is that his parents gave him $10,000 to set up a room in his house to, to do nuclear fusion. To just buy shit off of eBay. And yeah. he bought that shit. I mean, I guess that's the thing is 
you definitely trust your kid enough to do the right thing with ten grand if you're willing to do that and not expect them to not end up getting a bunch of bazookas I don't and go trust on a school. My kids sh- with like, an eBay account, let alone ten thousand dollars. Do as you will. I, I trust that all I'm this machinery you're setting up. Adam, can I break it, Adam? Which isn't quite what nuclear fusion is, but yeah. I'm just saying, well, like, similarly, like yeah. That'd be like your kid going, can I have $10,000 in an eBay account all on my own? I'm just going to, like, make hybrid animals no one's seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if my kid said that, I'd be like, y- yes. Well, that's a, yes. Because I, I want to see your hamster duck. This kid, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would, definitely. And you're like, I'm going to sell this on eBay and get 10000 bucks immediately yeah. for one hamster duck. I want to see your kitten snake. Uh, I, I, I think I, I please think make Please make me a turtle giraffe. Yes. I, I want a turtle with a neck with a kit going back inside of its shell enough yep. so it's always dangling always. out so it's trying to poke back in the shell but like six inches of its neck it is outside it looks like a snake sleeping on a rock yeah just because it coils up <laughs> yeah. on its own shell yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that snake's gonna eat that turtle no that's just a turtle giraffe oh okay classic Toby whatever his name is um, oh Jackson my Austin. theoretical genetic splicing kid yeah <laughs> you didn't even name one of my actual kids which would have been way easier than making up a name no Toby just came to me I just yeah. figured that sounded like a Toby thing to do I don't know you heard it here first lost on podcast my uh, podcast co-host here can't remember my kids names yeah I I remember <laughs> I remember your kids names you have two right okay I, I, I I just don't want to throw out a third name yeah. and sell well, like an asshole. I, just, I don't know if you if you counted your uh, your third wife, the child wife, the child bride you had, if she was technically your child or your wife. I mean, yes and no. Yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that. I also here. don't count uh, abortions, even though we name them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you name them abortion one, abortion two, abortion yeah. N plus yeah. one. When you're at yeah. the abortion clinic, they look at really funny where it's like, where do I fill out the line where I uh, I name it? And they're like, all you're doing is a consent form saying well, you're okay with a release for the surgery. Yeah, yeah but am I, I releasing I... this? To, am, I, am, I, am I releasing uh, Toby into the world? I have one name on my mind. Yeah. I can't think of anything but Toby. Listen, apparently. when you go scraping Toby out and he's not on the forms, how do I know you actually scraped Toby out and maybe not like Sally Scott, or just a clump of cells that don't matter? How, but Scott, the, the scary thing is we are giving uh, lawmakers in the South ideas right now, like that you have to name your child before you consent be to an abortion. So it Republican, it wouldn't fucking surprise you have to name me. Name your abortion bit. before it, yeah, you can have it on a, on a like yeah. a like a birth a birth death certificate. <laughs> I'm trying to like combine all the words. A combination birth death certificate. certificate. Yeah, birth death certificate. Birth death certificate. Yeah, birth death certificate. Yeah. So what do I do with this? Well, you name it, and yep. uh, well, it shows it uh, was alive and dead. Yeah. <laughs> we also have a virtual reality simulation of what it would be like to care for this child and how amazing it would make your life. Look at hey, there's uh, little Toby once again uh, going off to college. Democrats, right now, if you uh, want to jump on this because you know the Republicans are listening and they're going to make this a thing. Yeah, we have a lot of Republican listeners. Uh, you immediately, we might, I don't know, we're not really a partisan show. You immediately need to come back with this uh, with Schrodinger's bill. Uh, you can't name a child who has both not lived and died, yes. but is kind of in flux. Well, th- it, there, there it's is. Like, it's like every abortion is Schrodinger's cat. Yes, yes. It's Schro- Schrodinger's is that Toby or is it not? It's <laughs> in the box, and until it comes out, we won't know whether Schro- it's alive it's or dead. Schrodinger's fetus is definitely... Schrodinger's uh, fetus. It, it is, it is, a fetus is both dead and alive until you finally you, abort that You might want to write thing. that in for show notes for our title. Uh, yes. Schrodinger's fetus. Yes. Uh, I yeah, have... every, every Toby in, uh, in that womb before it gets scraped is both alive and dead at the same time. Yep. Get on it, Democrats. Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's bill. F- Schrodinger's fetus, yep. Schrodinger's fetus bill. Uh, yeah, so this kid, um, uh, the thing, uh, it's great. He turned his playroom. This is a, I mean, 
First of all, this is he, a nerd, but this is a nerd who's going to be making blocks, money. His model yeah. airplanes. Yeah. Um, then go, he knocked over that glue he was building the planes with, and suddenly was like fusion, <laughs> nuclear fusion. <laughs> so, so he, he he turned this playroom, which must have been gigantic, into uh, this this place with ten thousand dollars worth of equipment, which had which had enough electricity pulsing through it to uh, essentially Drain fuse the neighborhood. I, I can't, I, can you can't imagine remember, being yeah. his neighbor? Like we're just trying to watch Netflix and chill. No. And it browns out. It's like, well, we can't go over and tell him to not do his fusion experiment he's probably changing the world and we just want to watch fucking love for the fourth time yeah, is like, it really necessary we've that, we've binged on stranger things too many times that's we an episode that happens cute little fusion thing that's an episode of cops i want to see where they're like well we're uh reporting to a uh reporting to an incident here in this upper class connecticut neighborhood definitely connecticut neighborhood yeah it, it isn't this is actually tennessee but yeah let's okay. go ahead yeah yeah and they're like uh knocking on the door and uh you know the place looks it's like a Memphis. mansion yeah. as a it has like a rotunda it has a round about as a fountain it has everything there's literally people playing tennis at night that they pay to play tennis at night they're that rich yep and then they knock on the door the husband still is in a wife peter holding a pdr <laughs> it's, it's just what happens when cop shows up like he goes to the door in a suit and ends up opening the door somehow in a wife peter holding a pbr the wife comes he's out like wait a minute i was holding a chardonnay the wife comes out topless drunk with a black eye yeah, of course with a black eye. but she gave it to herself but like Oh my god, yeah. And you've got like a Ghostbuster style like portal with smoke and spiraling clouds <laughs> above the house. <laughs> what do you want this time? Yeah. What do you do? Toby! What the fuck you do this yeah. time? <laughs> I'm just creating fusion, Dad! <laughs> yeah. Fusion my ass! You turn that thing off, these kind of people around the neighborhood try to watch love for the fourth time or <laughs> Stranger Things or some god awful movie star and somebody nobody gives a shit about anymore is trying to make a comeback for a few dollars or a uh, extremely highly paid uh, stand up comedian who's making $20 million for no reason to make one goddamn hour of shitty material. I ain't done that fusion now! I'll make sure it doesn't happen again, officer. I'll beat the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> well, as long as you're willing to beat the shit out of him, this is Tennessee now. Okay. Moving on. Story number three. Danny Trejo signs on for Door of the Explorer, a live-action movie being created by Robert, uh, yeah, Robert Rodriguez. No surprise here that you joined the cast. Uh, well, no, Robert not, Rodriguez not when you know that Robert Rodriguez him yes. in a home video. But he is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, want to be part of my porno? Yes. That's my Danny Trejo impre- impression. Yes. I can't, yeah. Gotta be a little deeper. Yeah, yeah. And in, in, in like, yes. What do I do? Uh, you, oh. uh, you're in the porno. That's what you do. Uh, do I di- fuck your wife or what, Rodriguez? I think something like that. Yeah, I'm just gonna... Uh, anyway, so... Just, just gonna let that one go. So he will voice Dora's trusty simian companion, Boots. Uh, Wait, I don't... Danny Trejo's Boots. Uh, apparently, yes. We live in the fucking weirdest timeline. Yes, we do. You know there's like an <laughs> infinite amount of multiverse timelines... We're the only one who gets Danny Trejo president and Danny Trejo's boots. boots. <laughs> we are the only one. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't switch those two for a fucking for in, in a oh second. Oh my god! Yes, what that, the fuck? That, that is that is. Uh, and here's the thing: you know clearly more about Dora the Explorer, uh, probably because of my your kids, kids uh, uh, Toby, the exact same time that Toby was and, and, uh, and Lady Toby uh, have have watched that Tabitha. stuff before. Uh, yeah, Tabitha. You mean Tabitha? No. I want to- I want another boy and I wanted to name Toby Technically, Jr. It's Toby Itha if you read it, but we like to say it this way. Yes, yes. To- Toby Itha. It's like um, uh, it's like uh, Ray Fines. Your name's fucking Ralph. Ralph Fines. Hey, hear that Rafe? You hear that? It's spelled R A L P H. Ralph. You're not fucking Rafe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's a high horse I've been on for a long time that I never get to voice to anyone. Just your, your <laughs> anger at people like choosing to pre- no, uh, just mispronounce just that one. Fines. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Ralph. It's Ralph. If I ever was in New York City at a it's restaurant Ralph and, and I look over and I'm like, oh my fucking God, that's Ray Fiennes at the table next to us with, uh, I don't know, Megan Fox. I don't know who he's with. Yeah, who knows? I would walk over and be like, hey, Ralph, can I shake your hand? And he'd look at me like, name's, my name's Rafe. And I would just be like, yeah, Ralph, that's cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, could you uh, just do this autograph yeah, for me? And he would begrudgingly do it and be like, see, Ralph. Yeah, see, Fiennes. sweet. Just make it out from Ralph. And then to, I would snap my fingers at the local wait at the local waitress, the nearest waitress, and just be like, "Hey, Ralph needs more breadsticks." Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I get it's the Olive Garden. Yeah. You'll come to his table eventually. It's an endless hey. basket. Yeah, yeah, the man needs more. I, I got you hooked up. Yeah, hey, just hey, make hey, it out. Ra- hey, Ralph, guess who doesn't eat at Olive Garden? People named Rafe. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. make it out. Make it out from Ralph to Scoy. My name is Scoy, but it's spelled with two T's. S-C-O-T-T. Hey, How does that feel, you fucking idiot? Hey, air quote Rafe, uh, when you puke, do you call it Rafing? No, you do. Oh, oh okay. Well, whoa, at least you're oh. consistent with your... Okay. Wow, actually, I'm, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a I actually bonus got, points. I yeah, somehow have more, more, uh, more respect for you now. Um, yeah, so uh, also uh, Benicio Del Toro is in uh, Dora Explorer, which was, that was announced a while ago. Um, and don't get me started on Rafe Fine's last name. Ralph Finesse. Yeah. Which is, you just not reading. <laughs> Fines. F I N E S. Finesse. I thought it was like Fiennes, like F I E N E S. I'm guessing like it's something horrible and he should be, he should fucking feel bad. Rafe. You Ralph. have to type Ralph. You can't, Ralph. you can't type Rafe. It's not a fucking word. Ralph. Yeah, no, Fiennes. That's what I always thought it was. Fiennes? So, it's yeah. Fines. Yeah, Fiennes. So, exactly. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. But but, but, but no, 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 I think I think it's supposed to be fines, but it is spelled like Fiennes. Yeah. So I want I literally I want to run into him someday Ralph and Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> it's Ray Fiennes. And he's like, it's Ray Fiennes. We're like, you know, I've never heard it said out loud. I've always read it in my head from how I read it. Yeah, in my homeland. You're fucking English. It's my language too, you cocksucker. Yeah, Jesus get- Christ, Rafe. How about you uh, get in your lift and go back to your flat, you fucking asshole? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Blow my Rafe whistle because I'm so pissed at you. <laughs> Rafe! Rafe! That's, like, that's what you blow every time you see Ralph Fiennes I would love to make at that a restaurant. the title of the show, too. Rafe whistle, but it would just be Ralph, Ralph whistle. Fuck you, Rafe Fiennes. You ruined everything. So it's actually. He ruined the title of our show today. Look how bad he is. It's actually kind of funny if somebody just reads something like Ralph whistle. Ralph whistle's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing, and it's so stupid. Put it in the notes. Oh, my goodness. I'm not putting anything in the notes because I'm working no. on my phone today. I'm really Ralph, bad at typing R- things. Ralph whistle finesse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should I add it? Uh, what was the other one we had uh, before Schro- we go through? Schrodinger's fetus. All right, so so yes, far you're, for you're, titles. You're better with the phone stuff. I'm not used to typing on the phone. And, and so we have I can't do that. So Ralph um, whistle. And what was the other one again? Say it uh, one more time. Schrodinger's fetus. Schrodinger. This is how the sausage is made, folks. Feast. Oh, we're bad about yep. titles. We always make them up as we go. Yep. Uh, moving on. Number right. four. Uh, Russia pulls perfume called sexual harassment from stores. Yep. That's literally the story. Moving on. This is rapid fire. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> yes. Zambia. Actually, can, can I just mention this? This company also has a couple of other awesome fragrances. Called, sure. Uh, called Gypsy Blood. 
Courtesan Intrigues and Windsor's Temptation. Yeah, but uh, none no, of which no, had any problem. Another illegal sounding. Uh, oh, Gypsy's Blood Gypsy is questionable. Gypsy's Blood is actually like, that sounds like a little, but people are like, it's okay to say Gypsy's Blood. Even well, they probably make like, it from it. So, yeah. legal reasons. That's what gives you the stink of Gypsies. Uh, next story, I have one bit to talk about on this. Uh, okay. Zambia bans energy drink containing Viagra. Viagra. Yes. yes. Um, back in December of 2018, someone drank one of these energy drinks and then called the hospital complaining about hard sweats and, well, a hard penis that wouldn't go away for six hours, thus starting an investigation that led to this energy drink being banned because it was being illegally doctored with the uh, aforementioned drug. Yes. Moving on, number six, rapid fire, last story. Man sentenced to four years without Pepsi. Yes, this happened in... uh, As opposed to all his convicts who were sentenced to four years with Pepsi. Yes, yes. Uh, this is, uh, well, they were they would be allowed to drink Pepsi in, oh, in the players. I, I, I may have raped those four girls, but I prefer Coke. Well, that's what prison is. You don't get Coke. That's you get- your punishment. No! No! Now I know how those girls felt. Oh, is that a prison rape joke? Is that, uh, is actually, that, is that funny to you? Do you find that funny? Do, uh, do, do people go through that? Prison rape? Yeah. I think it is hilarious. I think it's a case by case. Actually, yes. Situation. Actually, here, here's the if thing. you're in there for tax evasion and you're getting raped, eww. if you're a rapist and you get raped, eh, yeah, good for you. Yeah, it's not that I think it's uh, hilarious. I do, I do get the 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 issue that people have with making jokes about it because especially it, with it these, is uh, it is a double standard for, saying for, it's okay to make rape jokes about certain people getting raped, but yeah. not around about other people getting raped. Yeah, when I when I said my uh, my friend Becky getting raped was hilarious, they were like, Mrr. and then I said when her friend Becky got raped, and I was like, ooh, that sucks. They're like, oh, you have double standards, and and two friends named Becky both got raped. That, that those are both weird things. Neither of which you should have laughed at. Probably. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Ju- the jury's out. They're a hostile jury. Yep, 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 yep. I feel like they are uh, against me based on solely the fact they were picked as people who have morals. Well, first of all, I, I would also like to point out that you are the one that made the initial prison rape joke, then criticized me for laughing at it as if I was the one that made the joke. I have it. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you belong on Twitter, my friend. That is a Twitter move if I've ever heard one. Speaking of assholes, I have this third friend named Becky. Oh no. Oh nothing. She's oh, just it's she, she she really likes anal, has never been raped. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah, she's she's just she's a yeah, oh, she's good. she's an American. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't that has nothing to do with either of those things. I didn't know where to go with it. Yeah. I just yeah. had nowhere to go. I um, painted myself in a corner. A, there, there a is, rapey little Becky corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we brought... A fresh head of Becky. Well, you, they were all raped. Wasn't Becky... And now the, I'm in a corner. Well, you can't get out of that corner because of all those rape Beckys. Wasn't, wasn't Becky the name of the, the Ottoman, too? Becky Ottoman? Yeah, we, it we, was. We've definitely... I, I think it's my go-to, go-to girl name. Your go-to is Becky, and I'm, my go-to is apparently Toby now. So oh, Toby oh, and Becky oh, Toby, need to get married. Uh, different Tobys raped the first two. Uh, the, oh, no. Yeah, the third one has a Toby fetish, but has never met one. Oh. I'm thinking the other two girls could introduce her to a couple Tobies they know. Oh, but, but maybe, maybe hopefully not Tobitha. Well, they'll, they'll have to princess. go through. Uh, they'll have to go through jail uh, pen pals because they're both in jail for raping back. Uh, do they still do they have jail pen pals the same I way? I think they do. I mean, I know they do, but do is it just on email now? Are they allowed to just get on email, or, or do they actually still have to write physically? Because I don't know, people don't write physically that often anymore. I have no idea, but I thought of a great idea for the show. Let's catfish an inmate and read the letters on air. You can do that, and I want nothing to do if... Just make sure there's no chance they're ever getting out, please. <laughs> I'm adding it to the notes. Because the last thing I need is somebody showing up to where I podcast. 
and we podcast, well, the which mail, is my I, house. I can just get a post office box like two towns away and then go once a month and collect the letters. But let's let's catfish an inmate, Jerry, I'll, and read I'll, all the letters on air. I'll let you do that. I'll, I, I'll let you do that. I will have nothing to do with it. I want to find an inmate who has the weirdest reason for being in jail and say, that's my fetish. Cool. Like, like I stole mail. Be like, oh, it gets me so, so wet. Yeah. You stealing those letters. What'd you do with those letters? You steam them open, read the contents, then reseal them, yes. and then send them back in the mail? Yeah, that's right. That's then, what you did, huh? Then how'd you get caught? What'd they say? Oh, that oh, sounds like a, that oh, sounds like a perfect crime. Yeah, perfect crime. <laughs> oh, oh you're, just because you're terrible at what you do. Okay. Oh, that makes me hot. I love people who are terrible at Oh, wait, I got, a, I got a letter back from him. You're supposed to reseal them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Oh, yeah, so this this comes out, this story here, uh... Come, this person did not serve uh, prison time. They they are on they're on probation for stealing a, a car in Hawaii to take to the store to buy Pepsi. Now okay. uh, or to buy they they didn't say what it was at, at first during the trial. They just said a so, like soft drinks. They were going despite the fact that a place near them sold them. They said the reason for them was this essentially this uh, drive this necessity to have the soft drink. So they uh, they actually borrowed the car from somebody wasn't aware that it was stolen. Changed their stories a couple times. Ended up getting in trouble. And the reason uh, that they did it was because they were uh, addicted to soft drinks. But the person said that they. Uh, that when they were asked which soft drink specifically, they said Pepsi, and so the judge actually ordered them for four years uh, probation. And while on probation, they are not allowed to drink Pepsi, which to me has nothing to do with the crime itself necessarily, because you're saying you can't have this thing that you're addicted to. Uh, it sounds like a weird, cruel, and unusual punishment thing, which I'm fine with. Whatever, who gives a shit? But it, it does seem like one of those weird, you know, with judges every once in a while, they're yep. like, "We're gonna make you clean in somebody's room for two years." Because I'm a wacky judge. I love it when judges do that. I honestly. do too. This one's a little bit weird because to me, it has nothing. I would, oh, say, I would so, say he's on probation for four years and can drink nothing but Pepsi. Like you mean like when people like, like no parents call the water? You mean when parents like force kids yeah. to smoke an entire pack of yeah. cigarettes and then the kid gets addicted to cigarettes painfully yeah. for the rest of their life and they have uh, health problems? Yeah. Uh, Four well, years the, later, I'm off parole and diabetic. Well, here's what ended up. Okay, <laughs> so the person didn't have to do any jail time at first because they were like, "Well, jail time's not going to do any you any good." Well, it turns out this person didn't show up for the trial, uh, and then because of that, they didn't they had to serve three months in jail. And oh, big surprise, they got out of jail and said, "Oh, turns out I don't want to ever go to jail, so I'm never going to steal a car again, and I want to get a." job so it turns out in some cases jail is exactly the thing to deter somebody and he probably just switched to coke it's a better product yep so fair enough it is a better product yes. uh moving into pepsi well, tastes like somebody took earwax and put it in coca-cola droppings. droppings i like your uh, your final thoughts there sorry to cut you off Oh, no, no, I actually sort of just interrupted your web droppings. That's what happened. That's fair. Uh, first story of web droppings this week. I just had week. to get that out. That's all. Yeah. Yuri Geller promises to stop Brexit using telepathy. Now, Yuri Geller, we all know from uh, 70s and 80s, illusionist, yes. uh, famous for bending spoons with his mind. Yes, because when you uh, can, can when you have the power of telepathy and can do all this amazing psychic stuff, telepathy. what, what else would you do but only fucking bend spoons? Well, also That's all he's done. Well, actually, he did a couple other tricks Telepathy well. doesn't bend spoons. Uh, telekinesis. That's what it is. Telekinesis, T- telekinesis bends spoons. Yeah. So he, but he, he, uh, he is a psychic. He claims to have both telekinesis and uh, tele- telepathy. So mental telepathy is what he would use to... Um, essentially, he's going to convince Theresa May to not go through with Brexit. Yep. Through U- telepathy. Using his mind. Yes. Uh, we have a quote here. Uh, this is from something he wrote. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. Sorry, I'm just making sure I don't like choke up midway because it's a bunch of words. 
All right. I feel physically and very strongly that most British people do not want Brexit. I love you very much and I will not allow you to lead Britain into Brexit. As much as I admire you, I will stop you telepathically from doing this. And believe me, I am capable of executing it. Before I take this drastic course of action, I appeal to you to stop the process immediately while you still have a chance. Um, not at all what he sounds like, but I do appreciate the effort, A for effort, Scott. It's, it's, it's what he sounds like. I've watched many videos with him where you he's have- like, I will bend this boy. He does have a little, he has an accent. I will tell you later my country of origin since from my accent it's so hard to gauge. He should be Israeli and British, I think, right? Is that what it is? This is kind of that. <laughs> Why not? With <laughs> a hint of Indian here and there. Just uh, like a swami from Britain. Scott, did you you mix up Israel and India again? They're adjacent, so it's easy to do. It's, it's, it's easy for you to do. They okay. share a border. It's easy to do. You, uh, well, the thing about... You uh, know, you know, Israel's, uh, in all of us. Sorry, I, that, that was, I, I watched some Fox News earlier today. That's, that's Republican po- talking points. Yeah, yeah, there's some Republican talking points out there. Yeah. I think most people don't know a lot about, uh, Israel. It's probably very true for Americans. Yuri Geller added... Because he kept talking. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see that in a book, actually. Just reading that, like Stephen King someday, like, he added, in then parentheses, because he kept talking. (laughs) Like, like, oh, shit, he's gone senile, man. That's too bad. Master horror can't fucking write anymore. Three years before you became prime minister, I predicted your victory when I showed you Winston Churchill's spoon on my Cadillac. Which I asked you to touch. <laughs> yeah, good. Good for you. So, yeah, apparently uh, years ago, uh, for some fucking reason, uh, he has Winston Churchill's spoon. Like, dude owned more than one, so cool. Good, yeah. for, good for you. Also, I love this, like, like, that's going to And then he a... put it on a Cadillac, which I guess uh, boosted the psychic powers. You know, Cadillacs make everything more I just think psychic. He, I, I think he like that was his hoarder moments with spoons. Again, the guy's telekinetic and telepathic, and all he does is bend spoons. That should raise some red flags. Yeah. You know, I got this spoon for the Cadillac's hood. I lifted it. So would your mind? I lifted it. Are you are you admitting you stole it? You stole because lifted means stole. No, I I'm it with psychic my and telekinetic, so I lifted the spoon. Are you like you're levitating? No, I lifted it. So you, you're a thief. You're just admitting you stole a very valuable piece of uh, British history. Cutlery. That's what they are, right? Well, cutlery? it's also just cutlery. Yes. This uh, this spoon appears to be uh plastic like you would buy it at a 30 pack at the grocery store to use on a picnic it was Winston Churchill's Churchill's first plastic spoon he invented the plastic spoon well now you're just making stuff up because I know damn well that Mr. Churchill did not invent the plastic spoon prove it (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, they have Google <laughs> Just Yuri getting, like, quieter and quieter yeah. <laughs> and more and more defensive as the story goes. Well, actually, one of the things I do appreciate the most about Yuri Geller, not Yuri Geller himself, but I would say that uh, somebody who deserves more uh, attention than Yuri Geller himself is if people are interested in Yuri, they should actually look up... Um, uh, the amazing Randy. I think James Randy is his, his actual name. And he was a magician in the 70s, 80s, uh, and actually throughout, who was famous for, uh, he was a famous skeptic, and he was known uh, very well for debunking on numerous occasions Yuri Geller, including on The Tonight Show, by pretty much just being like, don't let him bring his own spoons. Nice. Don't let, and, and they were like, and then all of a sudden he was like, ah, I can't feel it tonight. It's just not strong yep. for me tonight. Because he would pre-bend spoons and stuff like that. And then they were like, yeah, big, yep. big surprise. He, there was also some other things that he knew how he would do because uh, he was a very well-established magician. There's a documentary um, on one, and I can't remember, I think it's, uh, so it has the word liar in it. Anyway, if you look up uh, James Randi documentary, there's uh, one that was made relatively recently in the last like decade or 15 years or so. You're a That's liar. Pretty awesome. The Yuri Geller story. Pretty, no, <laughs> well, he, he wrote a book in like 1982, uh, a pretty er, the early days of debunking him, which was like the truth about Yuri Geller, which was just a whole book just shitting on how much, because he, uh, you know, Yuri Geller was one, it was a time where like the CIA was really uh, involved in this and really wanted to know if telekinesis was, you know, worthwhile investment of their time to consider. And they, this was guy was like, you know, the big one to, to test. So they actually got him in there and people are still citing these old, pretty much like shit on uh cia documents he the cia was conned by this guy also allowed to bring his own shit in uh but like afterwards like the amazing randy was like here's here are some of the control tests that you should actually be using to make sure that he's not cheating and all of this stuff and they didn't follow half of those and then they they came to the conclusion that it was kind of inconclusive but that it was still potential that this man had these telekinetic powers so people that are supporters of him still go back to these old citations of these 1970s cia documents saying hey it's, it's possible despite there's been thousands of others that have been like well if it was possible one why didn't you fucking do anything but bend spoons right yeah, yeah also uh the amazing randy um, James Randi uh, established a, a, a fund that would have given a million dollars to anybody who can absolutely prove any uh, like paranormal telekinetic you know uh, activity uh, could actually with you know uh, irrefutable evidence under under controlled environments and control, controlled experiments actually prove it a million dollars on the table and it would lasted for about twenty years before they finally shut it down because nobody had claimed the million dollars so sorry I'm a skeptic for sure. I have our new content for this one. Okay. A sitcom called Geller and Heller. It is a young Yuri Geller living with Helen Keller, <laughs> showing her his bending spoons, and she's the like, whole time she's I like, bet it's good. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's more of a pilot. There's really not a whole lot of uh, room for growth, but Heller, Heller and Geller. I or- imagine in my heart that was a good bending the spoon. Yeah, he's like 15. He's like, did you see it? Did you see it? I bent it. I, I bent it. I can't see anything. Yeah. I'm overcome adversity like you'll never believe. He's like, yeah, tell me about it. No one believes in psychics. Yeah. Talk about adversity. That's it. Yep. Yeah, it's just a pilot. It never would get off the ground, but that should exist. Yuri Geller and Helen Keller. Geller and Heller. It's like Will and Grace. You definitely, but you definitely sad. So fucking sad. And you definitely started it. Uh, you definitely reverse engineered that from the title, and I don't blame you for that because I think half of the shows out there have reverse engineered their content. How from I a connect title. my dots is it, it, my business. That's my biz. I connect dots. My biz. Okay. No, literally, I, uh, I I have this job. Um, it's controversial. Uh, you know, on the highways where the, the the you can pass on the highway, and there's those lines, and they, they're dotted. 
Uh, I connect them. Okay. You connect the dots. Yeah, I, t- I go out there with yellow paint at night. And You're I, not uh, supposed to do that. I, I take the, Those the are there dotted for lines and I connect them. I connect the dots. You turn them into solid lines. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's the entire U.S. highway system is literally one giant connect the dot puzzle. And I figured it's my life mission to connect all the dots. Well, good for you. Cause a lot of deaths. A lot of deaths. I, which I don't even think is true because I don't. I actually think that connecting those dots would just make people drive more cautiously. If you turn solids into dotted lines, that would actually make it much more. Fuck, you're right. You've actually I wasted life, five years of my life making life safer for motorists. Everyone is safer. <laughs> Although there's now probably pissed off people who are like, it's Pass. it's Arizona. It's going to be straight for. 1,000 miles. Fucking pass. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that, yeah, that, that, that works. That tracks. All right. Next story. Man arrested for having drugged orangutan in luggage at airport. Mm-hmm. Now, um, this gentleman decided, you know, it'd be a good idea to bring home a pet orangutan. Yes. I, tan? Tang? Are we supposed to say it one way or the other? It's well, 2019. I, mean, I don't want to get or, me Orangutan too. or orangutan, I think, would be fine. Pick, I think, pick, pick uh, one. A, a, lot, a lot of times, a lot, like... Uh, Pick one. We'll go forward with I it. I always say orangutan. Ten? Okay. I yeah. feel like th- uh, that's the least likely to get me tooed. I, I don't think either of them will. I think if you added a G at the end, a lot of people like to say orangutan, and, but there's no there's no G on there. That's just absolutely incorrect. Clyde's. Adding... Clyde's. Hmm? Clyde's. Clyde's? You can, you can actually circumvent the entire issue between orangutan and orangutan by calling them all Clyde's. You just... Is there a... Background of that, or yeah, anyway, which any which way but loose. Oh, oh, of course, yeah, the 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 the, the movie, yeah, the Clint where, Eastwood movie, where he had a orangutan yeah. as his a uh, co-pilot in his yeah. truck, and he would like make him punch people. Yeah, probably multiple. I think they went through like twelve orangutans in that. Uh, and there were two movie. movies, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, every which, which way, but every which way but loose, and every which way but tight. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one where he just fucks the monkey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh that's ape, a, ape. I'm sorry, yes, ape. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just fucks the ape. Right turn, Clyde. Right turn, Clyde. Right turn, Clyde. Uh, sir, you're in your pickup truck uh, late at night. Uh, what's going on? Oh, nothing. I'm just here with my orangutan, Clyde. He appears to be jerking you off. Well, yeah, if I say right turn, Clyde, he lifts his right arm. Yep. And then he puts it down. And if I just keep saying it, he jerks me off. Right turn, right turn, right turn, right turn, right turn. Get off my fucking lawn, you Asians. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, Clint Eastwood. You're just like the, just the bookend of his career. Yeah. Well, well. First of all, he's drunk. Get off my lawn. The pickup truck is diagonal through his own lawn while he's getting a hand job from the orangutan. Get off my the, lawn. The, the officer asking him the questions is Asian. Yeah, I, I just like so you combine both movies. Like Get off my the, lawn, you fucking Asian. Like the next, yeah, the next movie he's going to pitch is gonna be like, I want to combine every movie I've ever done yeah. into a single movie, sir. Where uh, I can just sit on my yeah, porch, exactly. Stroke a gun. That's, Talk to a chair. Com- this and, 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 and it's like there's only two characters, him and a chair, because it's him talking to that chair like he did Well, you need the Asian time. cop, too, just for the joke. Oh, yeah. And the orangutan for the hand job. Yeah, and the Asian cop, I'm going to call him Ching Chong. Yeah. We can't do that in this day and age, Mr. Eastwood. He'll do whatever I want. I've won multiple Academy Awards, I believe. I so, don't know if I have. I'm going to improv these next four lines of the script. All right, you ready? Cop, action. Because he's a director, too. You can just say action. Yes, of so the Asian cop walks up, get a hand job with the monkey. Right turn, right turn, right turn. Uh, sir, you know you can't do this. Get off my fucking lawn, Asian. Go back to Sands of Iwo Jima. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, and, you can uh, have it any way, 
any way, any which way, but loose. That's it. Yeah. Sir, and how about sir, uh, sir, all your comments? There's, they're just movie titles and things you're saying. Um, you need to stop it with the monkey. Yes, my buddy, Dirty Harry. Oh, I was just gonna bring oh, up Dirty. Yeah, uh, I knew you were doing that. Yeah, I had Dirty Harry chiming in there. <laughs> I like the Dirty Some people Harry call movies. Him Clyde. Some people call him Dirty Harry. For me, wait. Right turn, right turn, right. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting soft. Right turn, yeah. right turn, right turn. Bring in the fluffer, orangutan. <laughs> Look, looks exactly the same. I don't know. This one's got prettier lips. Yeah. This one keep me hard. You this one get gets me hard. lips. Wait, 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 wait. Fold them backwards. Fold those lips back. Oh, he's doing it. Oh, he's doing it. Oh yeah. Show me that ass. Oh, right, now I'm doing it. Now I'm doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, hey Iwo Jima, you want to get in here? You want something? What's that? Oh Iwo Jima, quit. What is that? Overt racism. <laughs> oh, I see. And I'm talking like uh, uh, Hulk Hogan again. <laughs> so, yeah. um, for some reason, whenever uh, racism gets involved, they start talking like Hulk Hogan. That's fair enough. Um, um, I think Hulk Hogan just generally just evokes racism for me. So this, uh, uh, they, the officials found the two-year-old orangutan in yeah, a uh, in a basket. Uh, drugged yeah. with allergy pills, which yeah. I gotta say, if you do not get non-drowsy allergy pills, you are fucked. Well, yeah, especially they put it, you down, especially because like in a lot of places you have to get both behind the counter. You know, like I mean, in in yeah, the United States generally you just have to get the ones that are uppers. But yeah, you could actually be giving them speed essentially. Yeah, so you could be giving them the ones that I take. Get them I, actually, up. I do. Uh, I do non-over-the-counter allergy pills myself that uh, have no uppers or downers. Yeah. They're they're actually middle. Oh yeah, there's the middle of the road ones. Yeah, yeah they're middle. If, if I have to choose, I generally go for the ones I got to give my ID for, so I can like they'll give me a little pep. Otherwise, I'm afraid I'm gonna go down for the count. Uh, but this 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 one apparently made this uh, orangutan. Um, he was given the, the orangutan by a friend. Yeah. Said he paid three thousand dollars for it in a market. Uh, he wanted to bring it home and you know choose a pet. He even yeah. brought like baby bottles. Yeah, to feed yeah. It. It, it was it was filled with formula. I also wonder like how he thought he was going to get away with this through the trip on an airplane. Uh, it's my baby. Like, yeah, f- like he's just it's shoving. It's an ugly <laughs> baby. I get it. Have you seen his mom? Just like shoving. She was in a movie with Clint Eastwood once. <laughs> just like. Just like shoving like uh, bananas in baby formula into a, a suitcase to be like, yeah, and like yeah, we thought things were a little weird when he was feeding his suitcase bananas, but you know we didn't say anything about it. Here's the thing: not the only thing this man was attempting to smuggle. Also attempting to smuggle uh, two geckos and five other lizards, uh, which they don't they don't name. And actually, I was I was mentioning the thing that an iguana, a horny devil. They would have. Uh, they would have mentioned iguana. Iguanas are known, and I bet they are weird lizards. And like, you know, like little weird lizards. I I can't think of a third lizard. So this person was going all out. They just wow, like, I can't think of a third lizard. This was a lot to oh, go. Oh, Komodo for. dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <It> could, yeah. <laughs> you just open it up, and it's like a Komodo dragon. Ha- like, uh, how ha- did you find my orangutan? Well, you had a Komodo dragon on a leash at the airport. Yeah. We <laughs> thought you might have other things in yeah. your bag. And clearly, a speed a speeded up fucking something in your suitcase going <laughs> and uh, smashing yeah, your fucking lug- luggage apart. You know you should start drugging them with uh, downer allergy meds instead of the upper ones. That's the way to go. Alright, Jerry, you brought the next story to the table. Yeah. I have not read this one, but I think I get the gist from the title. It is, uh, what, Lemonade Stands on the Road. Uh, oh, on, you, on, you wrote yeah. that title horribly. Yes. yes. On the Lemonade road to- Stands on the Road to legalization in Texas. Well, I don't know why you put pauses in when there's no, like... I mean, just because you're adding Wait, commas? Let me, let me try again. Lemonade stands on road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lemonade, lemonade. lemonade stands are on the road to legalization. Yes. In Texas. In Texas. Um, 
you know, if you just if you just read it without like implanting commas, in, <laughs> I wanted to add so many commas. And every time Lemonade. I tried reading it, I put commas. Lemonade in. stands on road. <laughs> Legalization in Texas. <laughs> Lemonade stands on road. Legalization in Texas is a totally different story, but I want to know. That's our content already for this. I, I want I want to know what that story is after I tell you this story. Uh, this story could have been part of Rapid Fire, but I just thought it was kind of amusing that uh, in certain states, they actually have to go this, uh, this route because there have actually been some backlash against kids having lemonade stands because there are... Um, I mean, there, there are a lot of laws that would prevent. In fact, there are probably laws in multiple states that would prevent kids food from Food vendor laws. Yes, essentially uh, homemade homemade beverages. Like if you... If food, truck, food trucks are fucking over little kids is what we're saying. Yeah, exactly. So, and people who uh, don't follow regulations or if I wanted to make a homemade soda and sell it, I've got to go through the proper channels because I, may, I have to make sure I'm not poisoning people. Um, there are a lot of uh, like laws that have been you know attempted on the books in, in some states that have a lot of... Um, uh, like farmers markets to try to get uh, certain things more lenient because farmers markets are consider should be considered a little bit like under a different set of regulations and say like an actual full on corporation or something because Joe Schmo but doesn't have a chance those... to make you know uh, a whole uh, area of their house. But into those laws exist grade. to keep people from getting sick. And yes, technically, yes. if you go to a lemonade stand and you end up with like violent diarrhea from it, or spiked with Viagra, yes, yeah, it, there's a reason why the laws do and really, exist. And really, uh, what, what they're trying to do with these laws uh, in, like in Texas, Grinch, and in Texas, because I am, I am on the side of the law yeah. on this one. Well, and, and I am to the point where like they could also change the law because really, what they're saying the same thing with the uh, the the the. Um, what what is uh, the farmers like farm stands is uh farmers market there we go farmers market farm stands things like that is that there also has to be this idea of a, essentially a contract made with the person the vendor and the the customer where if you're a customer buying something from a roadside lemonade stand if you expect it to hold up to the scrutiny and not and and assume that you're going to be protected in the same way that you are when you buy a bottle of coca-cola yeah then it's sort of on you and you're kind of entering into this contract saying listen i know it's a little kid making lemonade they could be fucking poisoning me right now and i am entering now granted if they poison them that's a criminal act but if they're just like oh we put too much sugar in and i'm, I'm sick to my stomach and it's it's above the threshold of sugar that's allowed by the fda and uh, you know, soft drinks. Well, they're not going to know that. They're not going to have like that kind of shit. And it's up to you as a consumer to decide not to buy the lemonade or do what everybody else does: buy it, dump it out on the ground because you really just want to get some kids some money. Uh, not quite new content, but kind of uh, a two-person play. Um, I will be uh, I will be uh, uh, Jenny, and you'll be Becky. We're about to formulate our plan to do a lemonade stand. I'm not gonna be Ready? Becky. I'm going to be Toby. You be Toby. I'll be Becky. Oh, Becky's got to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> So we just defaulted to our old names again. Okay. Okay. So, Toby, like, I want to do a lemonade stand on the front lawn. Wait, who am I again? Toby. But what does Toby do? He's going to... I'm, I'm, pitch, I'm pitching the idea you need to just kind of follow along with me. Is that good? Okay, so you're pitching the idea. I'm, I'm pitching. Customer pitching, or anything. pitching. Okay. I got you. Okay. So, uh, we should do a lemonade stand to make money. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, that too. We'll put a we'll we'll put that on the lawn next to a little placard. Okay, but, cool. Uh, as long as I can get my uh, my political beliefs out there, you know what? On I, the lawn, uh, that's great. You know what I've noticed? Um, kids don't buy our lemonade because I don't have money. Who has money? Um, let's see. Uh, rapists. Uh, uh what's yeah, adults. Uh, Weinstein. Yes, yeah. All, adults. And we all we know all uh, adults yeah. are are rapists. And, and have you ever seen an adult really enjoy lemonade? I mean, my dad he drinks something. Ready? Hard lemonade. He does, yeah. I, my dad, my dad drinks too much hard blood, but he beat the shit out of me last night. Yeah, same. Yeah. Weird. Um, beat so, me so bad, I shit my pants. So I also know that he my was daddy having a blast. Has... He was having a blast. I, 
Well, I, no, it's fun to beat you. I hear, I you were neighbors. I hear it through the windows. I know, yeah. I you, you yeah. I tell you not to. Now, not to, yeah. I also know that my daddy can't get hard himself uh, without the hard lemonade and these pills he takes. Wait, do you think he can get hard they with make, hard make, lemonade and that's it? Well, no, and the pills he washes down with the hard lemonade. Okay, he has these pills and they make them hard what and hard they? lemonade. Okay. So I got these pills from his nightstand, okay, and cool. I have the lemonade. We just add it to the lemonade and make hard lemonade. Oh, no, we can't do that because in Zambia, I uh, hear that they actually just got in trouble for doing that exact same thing. Oh, my God, Toby, you're so worldly. Let's go run away from your beatings and my parents who take hard on pills and also beat me. Okay. End scene. Wow. We went in some dark corners there. <laughs> These were children. None of them talked like it. I just wanted to make sure Toby my, my, got his political my, beliefs my, out there because I don't think it's social media unless political beliefs can be uh, uh, spread out there whether you like it or not. Headless goat polo. Next story. Boom. This is probably the last one. Our next story is about headless goat polo. It is what it sounds like, but what does it sound like? Nobody knows. Well, it's polo, just like you would play with I horses. Even, I don't even know what polo it, it, is. Well, you you take an object and you put it you're in, a, on, in a goal. You're on horses and you're and like, you have you got like a mallet and shit and you try to... I think it's a ball. Is it? Yeah. But in this in this version, you take the the headless goat. Yeah, but I thought corpse. I thought you still have like a mount. And you try to hit the ball. Essentially, it's like croquet on a horse. Well, Again, I don't know, oh, and I don't care what uh, polo is. I'm more interested. in I this. don't know so much that I think at my age, I still think water polo involves horses in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> so many horses drowned. <laughs> we we definitely should have made it like the, on the shallow end of the pool. Actually, I think horses can swim fine. Well, you also would have. Unless like, I mean, I've, I've you'd learned have, you'd from have home field and visitor field, and that's like the deep end of the low end of the pool. <laughs> so one team always has a very distinct disadvantage yeah. where their horses can't touch yeah. bottom, and they've just got it's sort of like where like uh, batters, you know, will just like crack a bat and they have to get a new one, or baseballs yeah. are, are changed in between every pitch. So like in between every uh, time, they'll just like fish out a floating dead horse and just float worst another one in. Pool boy, <laughs> worst, worst pool boy job on earth. <laughs> With those just little, those little <laughs> nets, little don't net. really. <laughs> I would just love to see that, like that, like still of just this floating dead horse. This little net is like pop, pop against its head, <laughs> bobbing and this, it. And this poor little kid, maybe like hooks the ear. Yeah, this poor little kid just for it. like just nonstop, just won't give up, just won't give up. And the scene is I've a tight it. shot. I've got it. So yeah. when the shot so, widens, yeah. there's like 19 other yeah, dead horses. It and it is just this one kid with this one scoop, and he's clearly just trying his damnedest and won't stop. And, then the shot, and that's going to go on for like eight minutes. And then the eight shot minutes. widens one more time just before it fades the credits, and you just see a wood chipper on the left. <laughs> <laughs> with the smallest yeah. wheelbarrow at the other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just like a Kibbles and Bits truck in a fucking yeah, wood just chipper. The, it's just a shot that keeps widening. Keeps yeah. widening. Yeah. And then it, and it just becomes more and more brutal because water polo exists. But what is goat, uh, dead goat, or goat's head polo, or whatever it is? Goatless? It's the same as regular polo, but you throw a headless corpse of a goat yes. into a goal it, it, it on is, horseback. It is. It actually, and this is in the, 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 so this is actually part of a Kyr- Kyrgyzstan's games, right? Is that what it is, Kyrgyzstan? Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a Kyrgyzstani game. Yes, yes. And it's it's part of this like whole group of games that's similar to like their uh, Olympics that called the Nomad Games. And they have a bunch of these regular, uh, there's also some where yeah, it's they do like polo, but, they, they, but it, it's horse, it's you're wrestling other people on a horse. You try to get them The down. horses ride you and make very few goals because that's not yeah. it, what they do. They no, no. don't know how to throw balls through hoops or nope. goats through nets. No, but they, uh, yeah, but the, but the, the you the, know, the two types of sports. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The, it's either a ball through a hoop or a goat through a net. If it's not yeah, that, it's not yeah, sports. Yeah, it's not a Kyrg- Kyrgyzstan sport. 
Uh, so yeah, the, the the this is what they do. They they so they cut off the hooves, I guess, probably for safety uh, purposes, and they cut off the head, and they just they lob the carcass back uh, back and forth to try to get it through. But this is like you know this they is cut the hooves freshly... off after one year, like Kyrgyzstani, you know, pull, goat polo champion like Ergi Gerberg. Just, wow. Okay. Just gets hit in the head with a fucking hoof, and then literally does like what they do in soccer, like just falls to the ground. It's like, oh, ah, he's a flopper. Oh, he's a goat. He's a hoof flopper. Yeah, the hoof flopper. And then yeah. they had to cut the hooves off. Being yeah. like, well, you can't flop it's either, now. It's either we give you helmets or we cut off the hooves. There's, cut off the hooves. Yep. Yeah, no head, no hooves, no hard parts to that goat. Yep. That's that's their like four Friday years later. Jorging Gergigi fucking gets hit with just a normal goat carcass, and from that year on. Deboned goat carcass, <laughs> just a just sewn a sewn together bag yeah. of goat. Until finally, it's just them lobbing chunks of good, just otherwise good goat meat at each other. Yeah, just as a slab of goat meat. Uh, I, I like I like the Friday Night Lights, uh, um, uh, kind of like motto to this of the uh, no hooves, no head, can't lose. I want to see all the people who make Friday Night Lights. Do a one-off episode that takes place here covers one of their big, big games with all yep. the with all the background drama of like the the cheerleaders. Like, I hope you do really good this time. Yeah. <laughs> what What is that? That's the player's name. I'm degrading the name as I go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's a good thing nobody knows where that, that listens is uh, probably knows that Kyrgyzstan's even a fucking. And he uh, looks to his girlfriend and he's, he's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna win the goat polo game." That's her name. The funny thing is, okay, so we're making fun of. Uh, no, sorry, you. Uh, <laughs> and Kyrgyzstan, I, 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 I do want to point out the Kyrgyzstan, uh, formerly of the Soviet Union, uh, got their independence in the early '90s. Uh, is actually a very uh, well-established, um, you know, country of six million people or so, like that. That also has very uh, uh, loose um, laws about uh, freedom of speech. They are very free, like very freedom of speech. They're a very pretty free country. That being said, yes, <laughs> is the guy's so name. So during that scene, uh, you know, <laughs> goes to, and he's like, I can't believe last night you were like under the bleachers behind the polo stands and you were totally sucking off Craig. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I feel so bad here. Here's my lucky goat's head. Just a, Wear yeah. this around your neck for championship greatness. And he's like, that's the goat head Craig won last year when the polo game was won by him. Yeah, and Because they give you the head of the goat if you win it. If yes, you're the yeah. MVP. Oh, they, they sell, yeah. And the hooves are in a bag that you and can And she's like, listen, if I'm going to blow Craig, I'm going to blow Craig. Yeah, and then Craig walks up and goes, yeah, that's right. I'm just another white man taking a person of color's job. A blow job. That's the that's the audience reaction. Most racist thing you've done all day was the audience reaction. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, I can't. I I, I don't. That was like something. That it, was like something I from don't a. I think it was. That I, was that was like from a tone deaf episode of the Flintstones. How was that? When, uh, when they're at the Rock Bowl. Yeah. The Rock That's, Bowl? Yeah. And, 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 and he's like, Barney, take a look at that colored man over there. Yeah. And then and Barney and goes, I'd bit... rather not, Fred. They scare me. You but, know, I don't like walking outside when those spooks are walking after me. But, it's, but, it, but it's literally ooh, ooh, a fan ooh, ooh. who's yeah. painted himself in the team's colors because in the Flintstones, there were no black characters. Uh, that's true. Um, there was not a single black Flintstone, was there? If they, if there was, the animators definitely drew them white and then painted blackface on them. 
That's Aww. how that's how that's how racist it was in the sixties, folks. That's Aww. right. Barney, where the hell are all the black people? I don't know, Fred. Looks like we finally took care of them once and for all. <laughs> yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. Oh, boy. The, the Flintstones was a racist show, wasn't it? Then we cut to... It was uh, raced by we cut exclusion. To, then yeah. we cut to one town over, uh, Obsidianville. Yeah. Raw, everyone's black. Yeah. They would call it that, too. They would, because it's yeah. a rock name. Yeah. Flintstones, just called the Flintstones or, or whatever. Well, they, uh, bedrock. Live, they lived bedrock. in Bedrock. Yeah. Bedrock. And then you got Bedrock, and then you cross the train tracks, so you got Obsidianville. Yeah. Not Whiteville and, and Blacksville, no. Just clearly Bedrock. Sweet. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. And then Obsidiansville. That's how racist the They weren't the even 60s. hiding it when they were talking about the, uh, the small community of Churro down south. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bonnie! Oh, we should probably get some more of these rocks to build a bigger wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can totally see it at Jeroville. Uh, whoa, smells good, actually. I don't, don't, I don't know why we hate these people. Uh, the food smells good. They're they're friendly. Uh, the wall that we erected, they built it. We just put the stones in front of them. They were like, you guys are racist. We want the wall to keep you out. <laughs> and Barney, don't even get me started on those fruity pebbles wanting to get married. Oh! Fruity okay, pebbles. Fred. <laughs> Fruity pebbles. Yeah, we're gonna have to end it on that. Uh, that means uh, Pebbles was one of their daughters, right? There's uh, Pe- Pebbles and Bam Bam. Pebbles and Bam Bam. Yeah. So you heard it here first on Lost No Podcast. Pebbles was gay. She was yes, uh, uh, a proponent of the LGBTQ community who uh, probably helped steer her parents in the right direction. L- LGBTQR community. Got to throw rocks in there. Oh yes. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. You're one of those uh, stone rock. lesbians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always just put the word yeah. rock or stone, yeah. and probably like, "Hey, he's gay stone." Yeah, are you one of those uh, gay stoners? Uh, well, I am stoner. I love smoking weed, and I am gay. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, jeez, friend. Bernie. She pulls out a like a like a little pterodactyl beak from her vagina, and she's been using on herself. It's like it's living. It's a little. <laughs> I was very quiet for that part. I hope no listener heard me. <laughs> no, but like, no, because that would Is be there like Flintstones so porn. So apparently, there, there, there has to, there to be, has there has to be, of course, vibrator. Because that says, I it's definitely, a I definitely like, like a snake up, or something. I wanted to see like Betty and Wilma go at it. I definitely. I think wanted we to all did weirdly. Yeah. Until why, yeah. Why does every guy want women to kiss? Not every guy. No, I mean, Gay like, guys, I don't think it no, would No, because fuck, it's like there's there's more women. Uh, like, I mean, in other words, it's like, oh, one woman is great, but let's have oh, yeah, two of them. Oh, yeah, it's one mix. of my favorite jokes. Like, uh, I don't want to see like a like a ding-dong flopping around. Yeah, what, what did the caveman... I'd rather just see all the, all the women. What did the caveman say when you asked him about uh, women? I don't know. One woman, great. So, what, what did the caveman say about two women? I don't know. Two women, better. Is that the joke? Or? Yeah, that's, that's, not, it. that's not a joke. That's it. No, that's, know, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. Bonnie! No, that's literally the whole joke. It's funny, because, you know, it's K-Man, he's dumb. He speaks in simple terms. Yes. But, but it actually is exactly how we think nowadays. And yeah, it has well, yeah, we, yes. we have lizard brains. We have K-Man brains. Yeah. It's a living. It is. Get lost. Get lost. Yeah, but that
Dabba-dee-time, dabba-dee-time, come have a gay old time.